0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Real-Time Enterprise channel on Vantic TV, our video and podcast series of interviews with thought leaders and practitioners in digital transformation and the real-time enterprise. My name is Blaine Matthew and I'm Chief Marketing and Product Officer at Vantic. Since these episodes are pre-recorded, we won't be taking live Q&A, but you can reach either myself or the guest by sending a note to realtime at vantic.com and we will be more than happy to follow up. Joining me today is Falk Bota, Director Digital Transformation Office at Volkswagen AG. Falk has more than twenty-seven years' experience in the field of digital transformation, organizational development consulting, product development, sales, and project management, much of it in ever-increasingly responsible roles at Volkswagen. In addition, he is a constant presence on Twitter, a prolific author and speaker on all things digital transformation. Thanks so much for the time, Falk. You're most welcome. Happy to be here. Very good to have you. I know I've been looking forward to this conversation for quite a while and in addition to everything I just stated, you're quite a world traveler, so glad I could pin you down. Yes, we, <laughs> we found a spot where I'm actually in the office. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So uh, why don't we start? I, I'd love if you could tell us more about yourself, your role at Volkswagen and how and your path at Volkswagen that eventually brought you to the Digital Transformation Office.
1: Yeah, sure, Bland. Thank you very much. Well, um, I started with Volkswagen 17 years ago, so I'm kind of still the new guy <laughs> <laughs> Volkswagen, <laughs> Volkswagen. usually get, I don't know, born into the road. Yeah. Um, and I started with Volkswagen Financial Services as my background is in banking. Um, and I started in um, fleet uh, in the fleet uh, customer department. I uh, started to develop products for fleet fleet customers and private customers, and then found my way. Uh, to the Volkswagen Consulting uh, Unit, which is an internal consulting where I did uh, six years, almost six years in uh, business consulting, change management, uh, strategic development, and digital transformation already because um, we did a lot of process improvements, which in most things, um, most of the time meant um, getting paper processes wiped out into digital processes. And uh, okay. two and a half years ago, two uh, two two and a half years ago, uh, I started right after Dieselgate. I started to work for Mr. Jungbert the uh, group CDO that came from uh, Apple to Volkswagen and uh, practically built up his organization for digital transformation within Volkswagen. So this is uh, the way I had the last 70
0: years. Very interesting. And I definitely want to talk to you more about uh, what Volkswagen's own path is toward digital transformation and how you're, you're leading that. Before we get there, though, let's step back a little bit and, and talk about DX in, in general. What, what does digital transformation mean to you? It's, it's a term that so many people are talking about and using these days. It's, it's almost yeah. lost its meaning to, to some degree. What, what does it mean to you? Yeah, so
1: um, first of all, we have to differentiate between digitalization and digital transformation. And this is quite important Mm -hmm. because uh, digitalization or industry 4.0 is something that, for example, Volkswagen or the automotive industry in total uh, has done for the last, I would say, 40 years because everything that's replaced by robots, for example, or by digital processes is digitalization. So we've done that, um, like video communication Uh, like putting robots into production, um, wiping out paper processes, so that's already happening. The digital transformation, uh, in my opinion, is something more. It's a transformation of the whole business model or the way we work. So, um, for example, in the past, if you wanted wanted to have a meeting, you had to meet everybody in person. Uh, Now, if you wanna collaborate Uh, You could work in a a document, uh, then uh, save it to a specific folder or if you work with G G Suite or Office 365, other people can work on the document around the world, um, not depending on time zones being there in person and so on. So transformation to me means that uh, you can work anywhere, anytime, um, with whomever you need to for the specific projects. And um, it means that you make use of the digital possibilities that we now have to really transform your business and offer your customers uh, services that better fit their needs and go beyond the really uh, hardware product that you deliver.
0: Mm. Would, would you say that digital transformation tends to be more about creating or enabling new business models, driving new streams of revenue, whereas digitization is more about uh, efficiency, or is that a fair characterization? Or, yes,
1: yeah? that's true. Digitalization to me is just making what you do more efficient so that you um, get uh, your resources to do other things. For example, if I... If I free uh, the employees from paper processes and uh, really uh, and our long decision processes, everything, and replace this by machine learning, by algorithms, um, by um, a computer, then these people have more time to really care about the customers, to really talk to them, or to develop products or to do other creative stuff for which we humans are um, better enabled than machines are.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, given, you know, all the people you talk to who are undergoing or trying to drive digital, digital transformation initiatives, uh, maybe leaving aside Volkswagen for a second, that, which, who we will talk about, uh, how, how successful do you feel these initiatives are? Where, wh- where are we in the transition toward, you know, a true digital transformation in, in general, would you say?
1: I think what we, can, uh, what we can agree on in total is that everybody accepts um, that digital transformation or digitalization as the, as the first step is really necessary to evolve and to stay in business. Um, and this is, uh, I think this holds true for every part of the society, not necessarily just the corporate world, but also the governance world. Uh, even, even when cities are thinking about how to make use of the data they, um, they collect from their specific departments, Uh, to offer their um, their, 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 their civilians, um, their inhabitants of the cities, better services as as a community. Mm -hmm. I think uh, then we are in a stage where, uh, as I said, everybody has accepted that now with the digital technology, um, the transformation is really needed. Um, It's not necessarily new business models. Um, This is also true because uh, due to the technological developments, new business models are suddenly possible. Uh, that have never been possible before, Um, like Uber or Airbnb, you can make use of other people's assets and earn money even without owning them just because you provide a good platform or you good software. Um, And on the other hand, the uh, possibility of collaborating between um, multiple companies is now uh, much easier than it has been the last years because you can make use of the uh, digital technologies that we have. Right. Right. Um, Right. I think... um, In terms of where do we stand, I think we are are past the stage of just accepting that is necessary and we are also seeing um, good improvement on some topics uh, that we are working on. For example, um, the recreation of the office space that we have and being more orientated on the really specific needs that the employees have on collaboration, on focus rooms when you need them, meeting rooms. giving space for creative collaboration, for service design and so on. And uh, on the other hand, uh, what we also see is uh, that the the service market is really expanding year by year. So more and more services are being created um, and uh, customers can make good use of it.
0: And it's an interesting observation that hadn't I hadn't drawn the direct connection between you know the rise of the service economy and everything as a service and digital transformation. But I, you're right. I think that's a big element of a lot of digital transformation, which is going on, is the movement to an as a service economy, right? Whether it's yeah, cars right. as a service or anything as a service. Uh, which I think probably a good segue into uh, Volkswagen itself. So uh, I think our our listeners would love to understand more about specifically what is going on at Volkswagen in terms of digital transformation and, yeah. and what you're driving, what initiatives are driving.
1: Yeah, so what we do is, we, of course, we want to transform as a company. So um, getting our processes more digital, giving your best employee experience that you can have in a digital world, um, creating the offices that are really... Um, yeah, providing the space um, and the room for creation uh, and uh, for the development of the services, but also the employee ex- satisfaction um, that employees really would like, really would like to work for us uh, and come to Volkswagen. Um, this is one part of the uh, of the story. The other part is, of course, uh, we've been we've been building cars for now over 70 years, and we need to digitalize our products. So um, we are going to uh, get our cars being connected with the internet so that we can, of course, provide services within the car, around the car, or at the car. So I don't know, right at the moment, you can already um, get uh, packages from Amazon or DHL delivered to the trunk of your car if you would like to. And that's just one example where we develop services that have never been possible before. And in addition to that, we think beyond the car, so, we want to create services that um, add on to just getting from A to B so that you get an overall uh, ecosystem of mobility and the services needed that you need while being in
0: transport mm. so becoming the becoming the transport uh, you know nervous system layer in smart cities for example is that what you're talking yeah. about this is
1: this is one part of the story of course, but um, um, we we are um developing self-driving vehicles, for example. And we're creating ride-sharing, ride-hailing systems with Moya, uh, our company, and testing this right now in the city of Hamburg and Hanover. And uh, we gain great experience there from the customers, and it's good accepted service, at least if we look at the feedback that we have from the customers that are already using this in this test phase. And from there, we want to move on and create really mobility as a service uh, in the future for our customers.
0: Hmm. Very interesting. Now, when we were talking earlier, you were talking to me a little bit about your personal journey at Volkswagen, how you happened to become now the director of the digital transformation office, how that office came into being. I think it would be interesting to hear uh, to hear more about that story.
1: Yeah, so um, the the digital transformation office is an answer to the needs that actually have been there um, while building up the digital transformation unit in total at Volkswagen. When Mr. Jungberg joined us uh, and he came from Apple, um, he needed someone who knows the, organi- who knows the organization. And uh, um, I first acted as this executive assistant or slash chief of staff and built up the organization. And at one point in time, the tasks that came up, like um, um, handling the digital co- uh, committees uh, in, with the board members, like uh, communication, change management, uh, externally internally uh, developing programs to really um, engage every employee uh, and on the other hand um, developing the strategy for digital transformation mm-hmm. division and then um, yeah tracking this and seeing how the brands interact with that um, this job became so huge that um, the idea of the digital transformation office was born as one person could not be able to handle this alone so um, we came up with the idea of the transformation office to have a a mixture of program management and change management and organizing all the committees um, out of one hand from one department.
0: Mm. So
1: this is how the transformation office was born uh, and uh, from the idea to actually uh, being implemented it took um, the less, lesser part of one year and um, we've been created uh, one and a half years ago and um, been quite effective mm-hmm. with uh, for example a digital transformation simulation mm-hmm. where we uh, bring people from all over the world. We've been to China and to the US, um, to England uh, and to several parts of the company. And we let them live through 130 years of automotive industry development so that they can really understand which, which impact, which uh, industrial revolution our technology had on the automotive industry up to the digital transformation to really uh, bring them to the same level, the same understanding and the same speech and language and vocabulary so that we then can develop the right products and get to the right processes after that.
0: Really interesting. <clears throat> is this an online simulation that uh, you know, or how does it how does it work? No. The
1: funny thing is, uh, although it's called digital transformation simulation,
0: it's quite analog.
1: Uh, <laughs> we do it with Lego. So <laughs> we let uh, we let the participants build cars uh, in the first step, and we simulate of uh, simulate the stage uh, the age of manufacturing where they. Uh, try to be uh, Gottlieb Daimler or Carl Benz um, up to uh the inventor, um, after inventing the conveyor belt and implementing this in the automotive industry up to developing software and services. And we even simulate developing software and services. So people that uh, have never talked about uh, yeah, programming or serv- service development themselves, we let them simulate this. Of course, they really don't need to program something themselves or do coding because it's uh, just um, we let them do some tasks that are, are similar in terms of what kind of parts of the brain you need mm-hmm. to be creative. Um, but after that they really have a feeling um, for how really difficult it is not only to build a car but to combine it with the right services and uh, software.
0: Hmm. Do you find that your guests have an aha moment or some something they take away from this experience that is surprising or some yeah, so it's,
1: it's, it has two parts. Where we have all kinds of participants from um, every age, every hierarchical level. For well, the digital natives, uh, so, so-called so digital natives, they understand that building a car is not so easy as it may seem, as uh, some competitors right now experience, and I don't want to name uh, <laughs> <my> names. <laughs> um, so um, this is one part of the story, and the other one is uh, that the hardcore uh, petrol heads they really understand why business transformation services and the whole ecosystem idea is really necessary to stay in business or even to make better business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in the aha, aha moment, uh, is uh, there are actually two. One is um, the, um, the integration of the conveyor belt into the automotive production, which is fascinating because we have participants uh, that have been with the company for 20 years who said afterwards, Well, I know that in theory a conveyor belt is working, but now I really experience it myself. So this is one part of the story. Hmm. And the other one is when we implement uh, the software and service development where they actually see and feel that less people build cars and more people are creating services and software. So they can actually see this uh, because um, uh, it shows in how many participants um, in this Um, simulation are doing this.
0: Really interesting. That sounds like a a great experience. So a a couple of times now you've mentioned change management as being sort of key to the challenge of digital transformation. And I know change management was part of your experience and how you came to be in the digital transformation office. Uh, Talk to us a little bit more about how critical change management is to DX initiatives. Yeah, so...
1: um... I think um, if you really uh, if you really wanna um, want people to work on the new things or on digital transformation, you you need to help them understand what's really about and how, how they can benefit from what's happening. Because in my experience, people don't resist change, they resist loss. So if you say to them right now, you have to do this not anymore and you have to sit there on, on the, uh, in another office or with other colleagues or, um, you need to do Skype conferences, you are not allowed to just use the phone anymore or whatever, which we don't. People can of course use the phone. Um, but the implementation of new software and new processes or even new things to do or uh, even letting uh, people not do what they have done for 20 years, this is a loss. Um, and you really need to explain what they are gaining in. Uh, adapting to the new challenges and the new technologies and the new collaboration system and how they can implement their experience and their knowledge that they have gained over the last 20, 25 years into these processes and why it's really necessary that we have this knowledge. Hmm. So um, this is why I think that change management is a very critical part of the transformation process. It's not just saying, hey guys, we're digital and we're done. Uh, So just the announcement itself will not transform the company. So you need to have a strong vision, which people can follow, but then you need to explain how this vision can be achieved. And uh, after that, you really need to uh, let action follow your words, uh, because uh, like the Chinese say, uh, vision without action is daydreaming. So
0: <laughs> we, we,
1: um, we try to really let people experience, and this is why we came up with the Lego simulation um, the, or the digital transformation. We let people experience what this what this really means and then they can discuss what this means for their for the daily business. And after that, they have a they have a better understanding uh, and a better, let's say, gut feeling uh, in really buying into the digital transformation because they see it's something that we already have done for the last twenty years. Now it's just called digital transformation, because the, the digital part, the technology is getting a stronger part than it has been in the past. Uh, but it 's uh, nothing dangerous, uh, and um, we also show them, and we show the figures that every transformation every industrial revolution in the automotive industry has um, in the long run produced more jobs uh, than there were before
0: hmm.
1: so the the most most people fear in digital transformation that they will be replaced by machines or robots and I think that we will see um, that some jobs are not being done anymore, but it's uh, funnily enough, not in the production but in uh, knowledge based uh, jobs, like for example, in accounting or in um, looking through uh, specific data and making data analysis. If you have a machine and program the algorithms, that can do that much faster, but you need the the human afterwards to draw the conclusions or even evaluate the data yeah so um, and we we show them. With the figures and what we have experienced that there's there there will be changes in what we do but we actually will create more jobs in the future.
0: Hmm. So are you taking all employees eventually through your simulation program or is this just something for executives and uh, and the high flyers? (laughs) I would believe me I would love to
1: but we have 640,000 employees all over the world in 120 uh, production facilities Uh, so we started uh, in Wolfsburg with the, uh, with the management level uh, because this is also something, I, I think the, um, the, ma- the management level has to, uh, they have to show confidence in what's happening right now. And they have to show this mm-hmm. to, their, to their employees. They have to really become the leaders uh, that lead through the digital transformation. Um, but we also do workshops the digital transformation simulation over uh, throughout all hierarchies, for example, when we went to Chattanooga or to One Group China, we had both management and employee level uh, so it makes no difference um but in this case and um as a change management consultant I usually don 't say this, but this is a, a in in one part a critical top down process
0: hmm. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting well. Uh, so, to change gears a little bit, one of the themes of Vantic TV is this notion of the real time enterprise or, or real time business as becoming uh, central to, to digital transformation. Do you, uh, does, does that notion resonate with you? Is, is Volkswagen trying to become a real time business, more of a real time enterprise? Well, I
1: think we actually are. um, Mm -hmm. As um, if if you order a car at the moment, then the whole process is being started and all the material is uh, being ordered by our suppliers and delivered uh, just in sequence to our production facilities. So Mm -hmm. if you wouldn't order a car, this material wouldn't be ordered and so on. So we are already a real time uh, company in terms of um, facilitating all our production processes. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I think, Uh, Is happening right now, and at least what we are working on, is implementing this attitude towards the the services we want to develop so that we can can get in direct customer contact or in contact uh, throughout the dealers that we work uh, together with um, to create a better customer experience uh, all over the world for not only Volkswagen, but the Volkswagen Group customers, which are the customers of the 12 uh, brands that we have within the group.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think you're right. The notion that we talked about earlier of becoming an as-a-service, everything becoming as-a-service is very central and highly related to this concept of becoming real-time. Because when things are, services are delivered in real-time, right? Right. So as you enable, you know, uh, transportation as-a-service in whatever form Volkswagen does that, they're becoming, I think, more and more a real-time business. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, if uh, with our ride-sharing uh, or uh, well, ride-hailing service from Boya, if you are in Hanover and want to uh, want to use the ride-hailing service, uh, you don't want to wait to I don't know next week. Yeah, you need it right now. So. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> as as Uber as Uber has shown us, and now and now we're all uh, responding yeah. and becoming very agile from that perspective. Yeah. So, but imagine, imagine in the future, um, if
1: you have mobility as a service, imagine that usually on a day-to-day basis you just need to go to work, and so you have a vehicle that transports you to work, and maybe with other colleagues, so that you already can start a discussion or a meeting, or if you uh, have time and uh, it's uh, it's good for you to I don't know save make some savings, you can share the ride with other people. Like that's already possible today, but then an autonomous driving vehicle. But then. There's a special day. You have your uh, wedding anniversary, and you want to take your wife out to opera and dinner before. And you get yourself uh, picked up by a self-driving Bentley, for example, mm-hmm. and being driven to the opera with extra information on the uh, on the on the lineup, on the stars that are singing there. There's good music. You have champagne in the car, and uh, you don't need to bother if driving back because it's autonomous. And you invest your um, your your mobility service in, on this special occasion with your wife, because it's really special to you. So this is actually what I dream of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, to make those dreams a reality, we talked a little bit about leadership and and uh, I, I know you do, besides talking about digital transformation, you also write and comment a lot about the notion of leadership in general. I read from your, your personal website that you're a rock acrobat and West Coast swing coach and, yeah. and you've actually learned a lot about leadership in your time as a West Coast Swing Coach. First of all, tell us what that is because I'm not sure all the listeners might even know what rock acrobat and West Coast Swing Coach are and then the relationship to leadership.
1: Yeah, uh, so um, I started rock acrobatic dancing when I was almost nine years old. Um, mm-hmm. So I've done competitive dancing for 25 years. Rock acrobatic mm-hmm. is a form of swing dancing. It's really fast mm-hmm. and it's uh, combined with lifts and stunts like uh, the Americans know from cheerleading, for example, but only with, the, with a partner. So um, it's just a, a guy and a girl usually dancing together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, now also already known in the U.S. Um, and in many other countries uh, abroad. Um, and uh, there are world competitions uh, I don't know, yep. every year. So yep. it's uh, not a major sport, but a major Magic dance sport, I would say hmm. um, and uh, West Coast swing is what I adopted when I started competitive when I, when I stopped doing competitive rock acrobatic dancing and uh, doing something more fitting to my age ah. <laughs> <laughs> the West, and West coast swing I think I think it's quite known in the u s um, because it, it's originated from there yep. um, mm-hmm. and I look for something where I could uh, yeah, dance more with my wife and uh, have some fun right 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 that's it and what i learned and what i learned about um about leadership in dancing is uh, and this is uh, also something i strongly believe in first of all leadership is an action it's not a role so um you need to really do something just because someone sets you into position or in dancing just because you are the dance partner this doesn't mean you you lead And in dancing, there there are three principles. First of all, you need to be able to move your body yourself, which is not so easy as it may sound. Second is you need to move yourself to music, and then you need to move a partner to music. And um, the most important thing for a leader that you can do is make the follower shine. So the only job you have as a leader in dancing is to make your follower look good. So when what does this? How does this translate into business? Um, if I if I'm a leader, I see to it that my people can do their job, that they shine, that they really are on the stage in the spotlight, that they get the attention they need to do the projects they need, and that they get uh, the respect and the um, the, um, the uh, how do you say the um, um, that they get seen as the as as a real. Um, Proper people to do that, so they get value for their work. So and and this is this is what I what I what I try to do on a daily basis. Uh, I I don't need to be on the stage myself. I um, I've been there, and this is why somebody has said you are fit to be in the position. But now it's time that um, the people who are really doing the project that they are on the stage. So I think. Leadership is about seeing what your what your people can really do or your peers can do because it's not necessarily you being in a role of authority, but you could be someone just out of a team. So if you lead, um, try to see what people can really do, try where their talents are, and push them to that or help them uh, to to get there. Not necessarily pushing. I'm um, um, pushing for me means um, um, creating a room for them so that they really can. Uh, let their talents flow and uh, we do a good contribution to the project.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And obviously very relevant to, as you said, driving these DX uh, initiatives throughout organizations. So it's amazing. I don't think I've ever gone 20 or so minutes into one of these conversations and we have not talked about technology really at all, other than the general topic of digitalization. And that's, I think that's, uh, you know, that's very, very uh, revealing that the, ch- the fundamental challenges that a lot of uh, organizations are facing in digital transformation are, are not, it's not about the technology. Technology no. is just an enabler. Yeah. Having said that, are there any, you know, elements of technology that you're particularly interested or, or focused on at this point?
1: Well, um, personally, uh, of course, I'm I'm interested in several parts of technology, as um, as and it's of course necessary to keep up to date with uh, what's happening right now. But what um, really intrigues me the most is the to, to make use of quantum computing in combination with artificial intelligence. Hmm. And Volkswagen is the first of the automotive companies that really is tapping into the possibilities of making use of quantum computing, for example, to analyze um, big amounts of big amount of data to really um, answer questions that have not been answered before, or to even calculate several uh, processes or scenarios uh, with the help of quantum computing. Um, We implemented um, a project uh, where we make use of quantum computing to develop a better battery to simulate how uh, batteries of the future can help us with the electrification of cars. And I I think this is one of the most fascinating projects that our CIO, Martin Hofmann, uh, is promoting right now with our data lab in Munich so um, these are really the guys who work on the on the on the crazy on the nerdy stuff that really help us um, developing the technology that we need
0: to um, really create sustainable mobility in the future very interesting I think most listeners might be surprised to learn that uh, that some Practical applications or projects related to quantum computing are actually starting to be built. I think mo- the perception is it's mostly just at the in the uh, science experiment phase. But uh, to hear that it's not just uh, being used in university labs, but Volkswagen is actually trying to implement this in in some real world context, is uh, I think a bit startling to me, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it's uh, I think it's unique, and uh, as I said. Uh, we need to thank, uh, we need to thank, uh, as Volkswagen, we need to thank, uh, thank Martin Hofmann and his team from the data lab t, uh, to really implement this because uh, it's one thing to have the technology, but you also need uh, visionary types like uh, Martin Hofmann and his team to really implement this. And uh, yeah, have the guts to try this, yeah. So um, it's, I think it's really good for Volkswagen. We learn a lot. Um, and I think right at the moment, yes, yeah, so I think we are the only automotive company really has a project with this.
0: Hmm. Very, very impressive. Well, we're getting close to the end. So, uh, I, I generally ask my guests if there's some, uh, if they have a, some controversial opinion, or maybe something where mo- most thinkers in business or technology are thinking one way, and and maybe you're a bit of a contrarian. Uh, what is there any topic like that where you're thinking maybe a little different than the crowd?
1: Yeah, there's there's one. Big, um, I think I'm not alone uh, with the opinion that I'm voicing in uh, in a second. Um, but um, the most common mistake I think uh, you can make in digital transformation is talking about the old and the new business. Um, if you if you want to transform a company, you need to um, you need to really respect what has been done in the past because the company that you're in is um, it has been made by the people who worked here for 20, 25 years or 35 years, in and some. Uh, some cases. So actually you're using the money and the resources uh, that they have brought into to create uh, other or new or far-advanced technologies or new services. So uh, in the example of Volkswagen, Volkswagen and the group, uh, they have existed for, as I said, over 70 years and uh, over the years some brands were added up to uh, the Volkswagen group to make this a fantastic company. So I I never talk about old and new, it's just Volkswagen group. And we always have developed new things and new services, uh, but it's just one company uh, and it's the people that make the difference. So Mm.
0: um,
1: to talk about old and new would be not fair to the ones who have been here for a long time. And um, it also divides people up and transformation is about uh, uniting um, together internally and externally with the right partners to create the services that will help us uh, have this company even longer and start into the next decade, or I don't know, the next century for that matter.
0: Yes, well, Falk, I think that is probably a great place to end some great advice for business leaders, for folks that are driving digital transformation. I really appreciate the time you spent with us today. I think uh, the listeners are gonna find this very interesting to learn what you and what Volkswagen is doing. So thanks uh, again for joining us. So for those that are interested in hearing more of Folk's thoughts, you can follow him on Twitter at Folkbota, F-A-L-K-B-O-T-H-E, and check out his personal website at folkbota.com or .de. And feel free to reach out to me anytime at real-timeadvantic.com. Thank you. Thank you, Blaine.